It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the last stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand. I'm Brian Custer. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. Joining me today, man, is one of my favorites. This guy, two-time WBC super middleweight champion of the world. Listen, the red flag, David Benavides is back with us on the last stand. What's up, champ? Nothing much, man. Just been right here, just getting ready for my next fight. A lot of people want you to fight Caleb Plant. He knocked out Andre Durrell in Brooklyn. Um, Durrell's another guy who you fought. What would you think of Kayla's performance? It was a good performance. They were going back and forth, you know, until he got caught. It wasn't really a one-sided fight until he got caught with that left hook. But, you know, it was, it was, a, good, it was a good knockout. I feel like it adds more fuel to our fight. And, um, you know, hopefully we get that, that fight made this year or next year. You know, we had uh, Caleb on the last stand, but right before he fought Durrell. And he said, listen, I want to fight David Benavidez. He said, listen, I heard what his dad was talking about, but his dad knew that we already had the Darrell fight lined up. So I don't know why he was throwing out that information that we were supposed to be fighting. Um, he said, but I will fight him uh, after the Darrell fight. Can you guarantee fight fans that we will get Benavidez plant in 2023? Yeah, this is, I, I can guarantee it. This, I feel like this is the closest we've come to make this fight happen. You know, now I got this fight January, but I feel like I'm going to get that through that no problem. But I, I feel like it is going to happen in 2023. Um, Anthony Durrell said, listen, Caleb is a really good boxer, got good boxing skills and movement. He also said he believes that boxers give David Benavidez problems but he said overall your hand speed and power will be the difference in the fight what are your thoughts on Darrell's assessment of Benavidez versus Plant yeah I definitely feel like um I don't feel like Caleb Plant will give me problems like that I feel like a boxer gives everybody really problems just moving around trying to stop him trying to cut off the ring but you know this is something we have to prepare for we have to be prepared for anything you know we have to be prepared for speed power boxing ability and everything and i'm and i'm totally prepared to to go to war with whoever and i feel like i definitely will stop caleb plant mm. uh you know canelo listen everybody wants to see you and canelo as well canelo and i'm sure you saw this went viral after he stopped triple g because he was asked about david benavidez and, and canelo said and i'm quoting him quote i hear his dad talking a lot of shit look at what he's accomplished nothing one single champion anthony durrell Please don't re disrespect me, end quote. What's your response to that? I mean, it just doesn't really make any sense. I mean, I've, I've been winning title eliminators back to back. I just won an interim title. I feel like a lot of people now, they don't respect the boxing ranks. I mean, if, if you don't respect the boxing ranks, what are the boxing ranks for? You know, I'm the number one guy. I'm the mandatory. 
this is the fight that a lot of people want to see. I think he's just, you know, just talking a lot of shit because he doesn't want to see me. He knows I'm the biggest threat at 168. You know, Mike Tyson, um, all these other legends, you know, Juan Manuel Marquez, they all want to see the fight for me and Canelo because they know it's the best fight. So if he's the best, he's the best fighter. He's the champion. Give the people what they want to see. Good point. Uh, Eddie Hearn, who obviously has been working with Canelo, uh, was on Fight Hub TV. Uh, and, and he said, listen, quote, great fighters like Benavides needs to be in big fights. You need to start making a statement against big time fighters. You have to make the fans say, Canelo, you must take the Benavidez fight, end quote. What do you think about what Eddie Hearn had to say? So, I mean, I mean, I definitely agree with everything Eddie Hearn says, but how, what can I do when these guys don't, they're not willing to fight me? You know, I've been, I've been very vocal that I want to fight Charlo, Caleb Plant, David Moreau. I'm the only one calling them by name. I'm calling them bitches exactly by name right after my, my interviews. You know what I'm saying? I say Caleb Plant is a bitch. I say Charlo's a bitch. I say Moreau's a bitch. And none of them want to come do anything about it. So what, what am I supposed to do? I can't for, force these guys to fight me. I would love to get the big fights, you know, because I definitely want to prove myself and prove myself to the people. But is it, you know, there's really nothing I can do when these guys, they're not, they're not really trying to fight me. So I feel like right now what I need to keep doing is just keep winning the fights. You know, hopefully um, one day these guys grow a pair of balls and get in the ring with me. But, you know, as of right now, I'm, I'm 100% confident, confident to fight anybody and to go through everybody in. Uh, but it's it that's just not I feel like that's the same confidence I have every other boxer doesn't have so you know there's nothing I could do about that uh, how much frustration is it considering all of you guys are under the PBC and yet those fights aren't getting made yeah it's a little frustrating you know it's very frustrating actually you know I especially the fight with me and Caleb Plant I feel like we should that's the fight that should have been made happen a long long time ago but like I said, there's a hope now. I feel like the, a lot of the fights are going to happen in 2023. So, you know, we just got to stay positive. We got to stay working. We got to stay motivated and stay working hard. And I feel like we'll get these fights sooner than later. And, and if you had to put your finger on it, why do you think we haven't seen Benavidez and Charlo? Because as you pointed out at one point, he's calling you out saying, okay, well, yeah, let's get it on. I'll, I'll fight Benavidez. And then and another time he said, well, there's nothing in it for me. There's no belt. There's nothing in it for me to go up. Why, why do you think Benavides Charlo hasn't happened? Because Charlo is a pussy. That's why. He don't want to fight. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else I could do. I mean, this is this would be a very big fight, you know, and then potentially the winner of that fight could get Canelo. And I don't think potentially. I think the winner of that fight would get Canelo. I mean, it's. I mean, there's something in it for everybody. You know what I mean? Um, but... I mean, I don't know what Charlo's doing, if he's taking a break or what he's doing. But, you know, my what I'm focused on right now is what I have to do, what I have to get, uh, the fights I'm going to get through. So if he doesn't want to fight, you know, I don't even think he wants to fight anybody else. You know, so I, I just, I just got to keep training. I just got to keep working and, you know, just wait for these opportunities. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brian Custer. I want to talk to you about our partner, Athletic Greens. You know, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy. And I got to tell you, I absolutely love it. Athletic Greens doesn't taste super healthy. It's kind of mild, has that tropical taste, but I actually look forward to having it every single morning. So what is this stuff? Well, one scoop of delicious Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial 
anything while still tasting good. Listen, it helps support better sleep quality for you, recovery, and it supports mental clarity and alertness is what I love about it. You know, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. And it's one thing you can do every single day to take care of yourself. And it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you're keto, uh, vegan, paleo, dairy-free, or gluten-free, Athletic Greens is for you. And it costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing really in your health. And it's cheaper than that cold brew habit that you may have. So additionally, for every purchase, Athletic Greens is going to donate to organizations, help to get nutritious foods to kids all across the country who are in need, including No Kid Hungry, which is right here in the U.S. By the way, two years ago in 2020, Athletic Greens donated over 1.2 million to meals to kids. Now, it is the time to reclaim your health, folks. And all you got to do is arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutritional uh, supplement. And listen, once we get into that cold flu season, this is something that you need because just one scoop of water every day with Athletic Greens, and there's no need for the million of different pills or supplements to look out for your health. All you're going to need is Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens wants to give you free a one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Again, athleticgreens.com slash last stand. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. How big of a year do you think uh, 2023 will be for you. I'm, I'm sure you're probably a little frustrated. Maybe you fought just once in 2022. But another guy who's been calling you out that obviously we see on Showtime is David uh, Morrell. And is that a fight you think will happen as well in 2023? Well, yeah, we could have made that fight happen in November, December. You know, my team, had what they were trying to make a fight happen with them. And now they have their mandatory to fight, supposedly. But yeah, I think 2023 is a good year. I think the fight with Caleb Plant is going to happen 2023 and David Monroe. Like I said, I just got to go. I got to take care of my work on January 14th. You know, look strong, look impressive. And then we move on to the next. How, how often do you think you want to fight uh, in 2023? How many fights? As much fights as it give me. You know, I, I, you know, a, a, a dream number for me would be three fights. You know, but um, I, like I said, we just got to sit around and see. Um, but... We're just going to be ready for whatever comes our way. Will you and your team, and I'm talking about your management, do you think you guys will have some real serious discussions with the WBC about trying to get that belt away from Canelo? Especially, like you say, if if he's not going to fight you, say, hey, look, these guys not really defending that, that belt at all. Let's put that belt up so that, give us the opportunity to fight for it. Yeah, I, I think definitely Samson Lukowicz is going to ha- have a talk with Mauricio Suleiman of the WBC because I feel like, you know, it's, it's time. You know, I've earned the spot to fight for the WBC belt. And if Canelo's not going to defend it, then he's going to have to pass it down or let somebody else defend it, you know. And I feel like this is my right. I've, I've earned this right. So we're going to have to – we're definitely going to go out and talk to the WBC and we'll see what happens. Are there any 168-pounders that are, let's say, not under – 
the uh, PBC banner that you've been looking to get into the ring with you? Yeah, I mean, the only one I've been looking to get in, in the ring with is Bubu Andrade. You know, I feel like he's another great fighter. I don't know if he's coming over to PBC if he's going to stay in Dazzin, but I feel like that's the number one fighter I've had my eye on. Um, but, yeah, either him or, you know, like I said, Edgar Belenga still has a really big name. You know, if we can't get any any other fights happening. But, you know, those, those are basically the guys that I've been looking at. Would, David, would you be disappointed if you had to move up to 175 and weren't a champion again at 168. Yeah, it would definitely be very disappointing. And, you know, especially right now, it's a little bit harder to make 168. And I'm trying to, you know, just hold on for as long as I can to make these big fights happen, you know, because I want to give my fans the fights I promised them. So it definitely would be very disappointing if I have to go up to 175 and not have any of these big fights at 168. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think about recently when you talk about the sport, this BLK prime boxing that has all of a sudden come onto the scene. They go sign Bud Crawford, take that fight away that he was supposed to go with Errol Spence. Now Crawford's fighting uh, Avicinian there in December. Adrian Broner uh, all of a sudden now has signed a three-fight deal. What do you think about this new platform that's all of a sudden jumped into the sport? You know, I can't really say much because I really don't know them too much. The only time I've actually really seen them was when they, it was mentioned in that post that Terrence Crawford was in a fight on their card. So I really can't say much about them. I just, the only thing I can say is that they 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 took a, a great they took away a great fight versus Earl Spence and, and Terrence Crawford. And to be honest, that's the only thing I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would would you ever, under any circumstances, think about? Because you talked about wanting big fights. Would you ever think about? Hey, look. Well, maybe I need to walk away from the PBC. No, you know, I've seen that a lot too. And I'm always going to stay loyal to PBC. You know, they gave me an opportunity. They gave me a platform when I first came up when nobody else wanted to sign me. And I'm going to stay loyal to PBC. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, listen, you know the drill, David. Uh, for everyone who watches and listens to this show, we allow them to submit questions through social media. Man, we got so many. Obviously, you got a huge fan base uh, so we got a number of them. So let's get right to them. Uh, this first one comes from Twitter. It says, uh, if you are all on the same PBC payroll, what do you think is the real reason why you don't get the Charlo or Plant fight? I've been said that over and over again. They're scared. I mean, I don't know how, how else you guys want me to tell you. They're scared. You know, we've been trying to make these fights happen for a long, long time. And if Charlo doesn't want to fight, if Caleb doesn't want to, doesn't want to fight, it's because they don't want to fight. You know I mean? There's nothing else I can say. Hmm. You know, just they're scared. Yeah. Uh, Dream Chaser from Twitter asked, probably this is similar to the question I asked you. He says, uh, David, are you using your power of influence to get the WBC to order Canelo uh, to fight you? Um, well, it's not me personally doing that. Uh, my my, my uh, promoter, Samson Lukowitz, you know, he handles all that. You know, he has a really good relationship with Mauricio Suleiman, too. So I'm sure they've been they've been talking and trying to get me to fight for the belt. So. Yeah, that um, Samson Lukowitz is definitely talking to Mauricio Suleiman. Uh, Anthony from Twitter asks, David, why are you calling out Bivol or Zerto, but Better BF's name comes up and all of a sudden you need more time? I mean, to be honest, I don't fight at 175 to start off with. And if I did fight at 175, I don't think they would let me to skip the line to go and just fight for a world title versus Better BF, Bivol, or Sudo Ramirez. You know, I would love to fight all those guys, but, you know, I'm basically, if I go up, I'm going to have to start from ground zero. I'm going to have to go from 
have to start from behind the line. I would fight Arter Berdebiev. I would fight Bivol. I'd fight all of them. I'm not scared of nobody. Uh, Boxing Heisenberg asks, uh, are you putting the heat on your matchmakers to get you in big fights? Yeah, we've been, you know, we've been definitely putting a lot of heat on the matchmakers to get these big fights happen. But like I said, um, if the other parties aren't willing to make the fights happen, there's really nothing I could do. Hmm. Vaughn from Twitter asks, who's the first name that you want if there were no politics involved since the PBC super middleweights don't want to smoke with you? Caleb Plant. That's the one and the only name <laughs> I've been thinking about right now. Caleb Plant. <laughs> um, Jacob asks, will you go up to 175 anytime soon? Yeah, you know, that's definitely been a thought I've been thinking, too. If, if I can't get any fights at 168, any of the big fights, you know, I probably might just go to 175, dip my feet in, you know, um, and um, probably get ranked, you know, 175 for one of the belts and, you know, just go that route. Got it. Um, last one says, does the weightlifting aspect of training limit the ability for you to stay in the 160, uh, 168 pound division going forward. Um, I don't really lift a lot of weights. You know, we do a lot. Of, we do a lot of reps of the weights, but not really too heavy weights. And we've been doing that since I was 15, 15 years old. So we got a good routine going on. Um, I feel like if I go up in weight, I would definitely have to do more weights. But right now, we're good. It's, the weights that I do right now doesn't affect me in any type of way. In uh, uh, to make 168. All right, David, you know the drill. Come to the last segment of this show. It is the last stand. I'm asking you a series of questions. You give me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Uh, who do you think is more avoided, David Benavidez or Demetrius Andre? David Benavidez. <laughs> um, Charlo, Andre, Plant, Morel, which one is the biggest fight for you to be made? I think Caleb Plant, because just because of the amount of history we had, the way he looked his last fight, and you know, um, him fighting Canelo too, I think that all makes it makes it for a great fight versus me and and, and Caleb. But I feel like that's the most important one for me right now, uh, Caleb Plant. Out of Charlo, Andre Plant, Morel, which one is the most dangerous fight? I think. The they're gonna the most dangerous I think is Andre Andrade or Andre. He's he's mm. I feel like he's the most dangerous one. All right. Do you believe you'll be world champion again next at 168 or 175? 168. I'll definitely be world champion at 168. Okay. And last but not least, at this time, uh let's say October, November of 2023, David Benavidez will be, you finish it. Unified world champion. Wow. I like that, bro. That means you've had some mega fights in 2023. Yeah, so hopefully in October, uh, we could get that, the, the real mega fight going on. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy right now, man. Everything is it's looking like it's going pretty good. Um, not only for me, but for the boxing world, too. There's already a lot of big pay-per-view fights in 2023. So I just hopefully we could add one uh, myself and get the fans what they want to see. But, you know, I'm really happy right now, man. I'm focused, I'm motivated, and I'm just ready to give the fans, you know, some great boxing next year. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, it's you're more than due to be on the pay-per-view stage. And, you know, listen, you're one of the most exciting fighters in the sport. So I know that will be all action, whomever you're in the ring with. Uh, that's what we do here on The Last Day, and we bring the biggest names in the sport. And at 168, I'm telling you what, one of the biggest – 
is David Benavidez. Champ, we appreciate you always. Look forward to seeing you in the ring really soon. And folks, thanks for watching. We'll see you again next week.